0: Welcome to the Delight in the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, speaking confidence coach and author of the book, Delight in the Limelight. I'm here to take you on a journey from the dread of public speaking to loving it instead. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to leave a review on iTunes cause I'll be choosing a reviewer by random each week to win one of my online programs for free. I'll have the programs listed in the show notes. Now, let's move on to today's episode. Today, I'm going to speak about limiting beliefs and why it's important to become aware of them so that we're not unintentionally keeping ourselves from the speaking confidence that we want. As I spoke about in episode three, what makes the past experiences so powerful is that we ascribe meaning to the experiences we had. We make conclusions, and these conclusions can become embedded as beliefs. For instance, I didn't get that answer right, so I must be stupid. Dad listens to what my brothers have to say, but not to me, so my ideas must not be that good. Those kids ignored me when I said hello. That means I'm a nobody. So you can see from these meanings that we ascribe to our experiences, that we can carry that into our speaking confidence. Because if we feel stupid, we'll be afraid of being seen as stupid. If we believe that others are not interested in what we have to say, we won't feel like it's okay to take up space. We'll feel unsafe to speak to an audience. A few years ago, I read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And if you haven't read that book, it's a really fantastic look at how we inadvertently keep ourselves in our current zone of competence through our unconscious limiting beliefs rather than being able to expand into our zone of genius. Hendricks suggests that we each have a set point that sets an upper limit to where we allow ourselves to go. So if we have this growth experience on one hand, but a belief on the other hand that says it's not okay to be that or do that, we're going to somehow sabotage ourselves and go back to what's comfortable and familiar. Through years of executive coaching, Hendrix narrowed down these beliefs he encountered to four different types. And although I personally like to be more nuanced in the coaching that I do, I appreciate his simplification and I find it's useful as a starting point. So here we go with his four beliefs number one, I'm not good enough. Number two, I'm a burden. Number three, it's not safe to outshine others. And number four, it's not okay to be disloyal. Let's unpack these a bit. I'm not good enough. If you've been shamed, graded, criticized, judged, compared to others, this will likely lead you to feeling not good enough. But it can also come from messages as well. The not enoughness could be that you're not smart enough, not quick enough, not talented enough, not young enough, not old enough, not experienced enough, not handsome or pretty enough. Any kind of not enoughness is going to keep you from feeling enough when you speak in public. Number two, I'm a burden. When I was a kid, my mom let us know that we were a lot to handle. I remember her saying that she couldn't wait till summer vacation was over, So we'd go back to school and she'd have time for herself. When you're worried about being a burden, you don't want to take up space. You may speak so fast so as not to take up people's time. You may speak quietly. You feel apologetic for speaking up. Belief number three, it's not safe to outshine others. If you listen to my Periscope story in episode two, you'll hear how My mom always held me as an example of the perfect child and scolded my sisters with, why can't you girls be more like Linda? And gosh, every time she said that, my sisters would charge and kick me in the shins and say things like, shut up, stupid. I learned it was dangerous to outshine others and I did not welcome my mom putting me in the center of attention that way. So I stayed in the shadows so as not to invite attack or envy. Not only did I not want to be attacked, but I also didn't want to lose the love of my sisters. And this fear of outshining others dramatically impacted any confidence I might have felt speaking on camera or in front of an audience. Belief number four is I don't want to be disloyal. I had a client who was the first in his family to go to college. Everyone was in the trades or a laborer. His father said, what do you want to go to college for? We all have good lives. Do you think you're somehow better than us? Now, this client has his own firm, but it took unpacking this belief to let it, him feel that it was okay to be visible in his business without feeling like he was somehow rejecting his family. And for a long time, it did hold him back. So, to summarize these four beliefs I'm not good enough, I'm a burden. It's not okay to outshine others. I don't want to be disloyal. Now, I'd like you to ponder these. You can pull out your journal or you can think about the places in your life where these may be playing out and impacting your sense of inner freedom and your enjoyment of the limelight. I'd love to hear what you come up with. In the show notes, you can find a link to make a written or audio comment or to ask your questions. And maybe I'll even include that on the show. Until next time, wishing you Delight in the Limelight. Thank you for listening to Delight in the Limelight. I hope you feel a little more hopeful and excited about speaking in public. If you like the show, recommend it to someone you know. And if you haven't yet read the book, Delight in the Limelight, you can get it online or at your favorite bookstore or request it from your local library. Remember, speaking is our human design. Let's learn to delight in it together.